this is Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. This is the Love You Podcast, and today I have a very special guest. Her name is Marnie Batista. She's from datingwithdignity.com, and she is a superstar. She gave me a bio, but we're not even going to talk about the bio. No bio. We're just going to tell the story. Okay. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, it's probably eight years ago, I met Marnie. She's a former school teacher. She asked me out to lunch. Uh, is what Not I, on a date. No, no, I was, I was. Because women don't pursue. No, we got that. <laughs> We're, I, I was, I was doing this thing for six or seven years. She was just getting started, and uh, she said, "Could I, you know, pick your brain, take you out to lunch?" And uh, we went to lunch on Pico here in Los Angeles. Uh, she was, I believe, she paid. She's very generous. She, and um, uh, all these years later. Marnie is one of a handful of people in my industry that I genuinely look up to. I tell her that all the time. Uh, she she is uh, she's a superstar. She makes a huge difference in women's lives. She's an incredible businesswoman, uh, an Thanks, intuitive coach, um, and she's happily married. And uh, out of you know, I, I I only have peers on that I respect, but I I hold Marnie in the highest esteem. So the fact that she's appeared on all these these. Uh, Cosmopolitan, Huffington Post, CBS, ABC. Blah, blah. We've all done that crap. <laughs> Not everybody. In our, in, our, in our world. That's true. This is kind of like a dime. As seen on. That's true. Here's what I've done. Tell me. I have, was, got married when I was 22. I picked the wrong guy. I got divorced when I was 38. I dated. I know it's very hard. <laughs> I had three kids. And I figured it out, and I met an amazing guy, and now I teach that to other women. And I think, kind of honestly, that's the most important thing, is I've been, like, super codependent, and I've been, like, kind of tough, and, like, I don't need no stinking man. Mm -hmm. So there you go. That's my expertise. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, and I think that's how a lot of people find their way into this world, right? Yes. There are people, I mean, the way, I have a cousin who's in med school because she had medical challenges, and people become shrinks because their yes. shrink helped them out. And so, yep. so for me, uh, it, it's not... A, I have no skills and no resume. But, but B, you you sort of work your stuff out and you say, hey, I, I landed in a much better place. How exactly. can I share this with others, right? Exactly. And uh, reverse engineer my process. Here's what I learned. And, yep. Um, these guys, the camera guys, were asking me, um, you know, so what's her thing? You know, we've we've, we've done some interviews before. And I, I'm wearing a red bra. <laughs> Now you are all going to be looking for Marnie's red bra. The rest of the interview. It's a there's, fashion faux no, pas. There's nothing. So now you know. <laughs> well, I, and who cares? Exactly. Who cares? Exactly. I, I, I now forgot what I was asking. <laughs> but no, I was, I, I was trying to say, well, what, what's Marty's thing? Yeah. And I said, I, I feel like she does a lot of the same things that I do. It's just good common sense advice for smart, strong, successful mm -hmm. women mm -hmm. who are looking for quality yep. guys. Um, you know, it's not, it's not, we don't take women who are just damaged, wilted flowers. Right. We, we take like the best of the best of the best. And get them the man that they deserve. It's just not always the man that they thought they were looking for. Right. At the very beginning. Right. And we walk the walk. We walk the walk. Totally. And so um, that's that's my totally nonlinear introduction to Marnie Batista. I loved it. And she's got a new book. It's called How to Attract a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates. Let's just say I could have used that book because <laughs> I went on 300 in my online dating slut phases from... Uh, 97 to 2007, so that would have been useful. Thank yes. you, thank you for that. But think of all those women who would have missed the Evan Katz Dude, experience. So. I, uh, there's a lot of women who wish they missed the Evan Katz experience. <laughs> I could, I can guarantee that. 
Um, so anyway, this is this is about you, and, okay. and this is and this is is this your second book? I remember you it had is. a book that came out about being irresistible. Yeah, becoming irresistible. Okay. Yeah. How is this different from the previous book? How is it a, a step forward? Well, you know, I think that um, when I was saying about, you know, I've been there, uh, I, in this book I'm sharing pretty, uh, pretty much my whole down and dirty story and it, I've never really shared that before. Um, and the reason that I'm sharing that is because it, when you are really smart um, and you have tried everything, uh, it requires a different window. Right, and so I was so looking at that door. That's the door. I need to walk through the door. I need to go through the door what to door find love. It was the try harder, <clears throat> be who I think men want me to be, put up with a bunch of shit. Can I swear on your podcast? Yes, you just did, and yes. okay. Um, you know, like oh my god, the mental. You know, like I. So in the book, I tell about this story. Um, after I got divorced, I thought that the universe. And I know you understand when I go the universe. Uni uh, <laughs> universe and I don't have much of a relationship. Exactly. So I thought the universe um, concocted this divorce after 17 years, family of five, you know, living in, in LA, very wealthy, credit card, the whole thing, so that I could meet this other guy who I met like immediately. Uh, after I got divorced, because I thought the best way to get over somebody is to get under, under somebody else. Is, isn't that isn't that how it works? <laughs> thought so. It was for me. Um, so I just I really tell the story about you know some really um, shameful things that I did. It's important to make your you should never be the hero of your own story. It's important to to look bad to show people. To yeah. show everybody the reality of was, here's these here's yeah. these mistakes I made that I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm this is a cautionary tale. Well, exactly, exactly. So, um, so I I really pinpoint you know what it is that I had some some three lessons that I really had to learn that are things that I couldn't figure out in therapy or reading in a book or going you know to a bunch of typical or traditional sort of ways to figure out how to meet a great guy. Okay. Um, and then uh, I really share my what I call my find love now formula, which is taking all those lessons and applying it. And what I think is, is a little different about what we do in our approach is that you give this really amazing advice. And I think that a lot of people just do it. Like they just, it's easier for them to do it. Like you, you break do, up you, with this, the guy who treats you like you crap. Work, you work more on people's past and helping them understand. Exactly. Like so it's like, if you're like, oh my God, like you, like if you are the smartest person in the room and you know that you should not be sleeping with the same guy for two years who will not be anything more than a booty call. And even though Evan is like told you and it makes sense intellectually and you cannot stop, I could help you. Okay. That's my, that's my jam. All right. So I talk about that in the book and then I actually also tell you 38 gold mines that you never, I'm telling you never, thought of to meet quality men? I I don't know. I'm intrigued. Um, you said there were three, you said there were three tips. Yeah. Right? Are these the, are those the kind of things you could say here? Is this, you got to read the book to get well, the tips? Well, I think I could like give you big one. Broad, big broad yeah, ideas. Yeah, I could give you one of the lessons. Sure, please. Um, and this is the one that I think is, is the more um, interesting one. So, I mean, just because you maybe haven't thought of it. Um, and that is what you don't know is the thing that's getting in the way of, right, of finding a quality guy. But here's the thing. You have a built-in unconscious, like, barrier, I call it resistance, to actually knowing that thing. So you don't know what you don't know. And there's a setup inside of your psychology that says, I actually don't want to know. 
And so finding Sounds out, about right. right? So finding out what that resistance point is can unlock everything. And, uh, so that's one of the biggest biggest lessons. It took me a really long time to I had learn. A, I had a conversation like that with someone yesterday. Yeah. I hope she's not listening. Maybe maybe she's listening. La, 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 cover your... No, I'm saying on the odds, I, I don't know. But um, we had a, we had this conversation where she, it was almost like everything she had done to this point yeah. was the complete opposite of what I would advise. Right. She got yes. on the phone. She's like. Uh, you know, she filled out my application. I just cringed inside before you she, even. Said she filled out it. the application. She filled out like like one word, like right. you know, like dating sucks. I'm insecure. She got on the phone with me. She goes, I run a really successful business. I'm really busy. I don't have time for this. Um, I'm I'm really kind of picky. And I was like, okay, there's a lot of things going on here. Right. Right. And I I could be the world's greatest dating coach, but we have to we have to attack every single one of them. Right. Right. Insecure and picky. They're both real, but they're on opposite sides of the spectrum. Totally. Right? The, the picky girl is usually the one who thinks she's too good for everybody. Right. Right? So I believe that you are actually both, but they're both separate problems to tackle. The fact right. that you're too busy is a separate problem to tackle. And, and so I was like, I was doing everything I could to scare her off of working with me. <laughs> right? Not because she didn't need help, but because there's a lot of deeper there's work. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of deeper work to be undone. She's, yeah. And... I could help. Maybe, I could help. Maybe you. I could help. Maybe her. that's that's yes. for you. But busy, nobody can help you if you decide to be too busy. If 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 you'd rather work, well, that's what happens. People want people who have uh, successful careers. Yep. You're good at your career, so I'm just going to double down. This is the thing I'm good at. I enjoy. Every time I do this, I'm more successful. I make yep. more money. I get further. So why invest time in something I'm so bad at? Next thing you know, you look up and you're 38 and you didn't have kids, and you're like, well, I'm I'm a self-made millionaire, and now I want it. So this woman said, it's really clear. She says, I want to be a mother. I want to be a grandmother. And I said, okay, so are you willing to take your foot off the gas? Yeah. And, and devote five hours a week to looking for love? Did she say yes? She said yes. But again, it, it, was, it was tough. It was, it's hard to change someone's Because you're so habit. charming, Evan. No, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's it. I, I, think I, I, I think I get by in spite of who I am, okay. not because of who I am. By the way, your what? new little face, your new little headshot of you on this thing with short hair is really cute. Oh, thank you. I, I just thought I, I'd I, I don't know it. Um, you don't uh, know it? No, I, I, oh, I... It's really cute. Don't you guys like him better with short hair? My, I do. My, my, well, I have big Let's ears. Let's vote. Thumbs up. Stop Thumbs it. up to Stop this it. video if you like Evan have, with his, like... I have big ears. And I like your shirt. Thank you. You have, like, a little edgy thing going today. You, you know me. I'm so edgy. <laughs> my wife, my wife likes, you know, like, it's like if you have, if you have, like, good hair, you yeah. grow it out. It's sort of like a waste of hair. If you right. have good hair, you don't grow it out. Yeah. So my wife likes it long. Uh, I wanted to clean up a little professionally, and so I did. I like but it. But I'm, I'm glad it meets your approval. Yeah. You, well, you're with the, your, your husband has some great hair. My like, every time I see him, I'm like, hair. dude, you got some great hair. He does. He's also cutting it short now. I don't, he's got a beard. Really? Here's a question. Can you help me? I, 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 we're, okay. we're, 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 we're totally focused. Yes. No, I think this is a really good question. Okay. I, I maybe, so I like my husband clean shaven. Okay, it's so you're, better, let's, let's make. better to kiss. Okay, let, yes. So let's make it a dating question. You know, there's something about the exterior of your guy. Okay. And, you, but there's just this thing, right? So I like him clean shaven and he feeling like he wants to have a, a short groomed beard and all that kind of thing. Um, what, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, um, I, I mean, obviously I'm letting him do it, but then he messed up shaving a little bit. And so he had to, and then I just kissed him for like I, I love a lot. this. I, I, I'm, I'm letting him do it. Um, <laughs> you girls, you totally know what I mean. I'm letting him do it. Um, <laughs> 
I remember a blog post that I got years ago, and, yeah. and it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle answering this question. Because yeah. it, it was a very similar question. is from a woman yeah. who decided that she wanted to stop shaving. Right. It was like her legs and her pits yes. and stuff? And, yeah, and, and everything. Stuff? Okay, yeah, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. And she's just like, I don't know if it was like, I'm just rebelling against the patriarchy or yeah. why, why do women have to be this way, but I just decided I didn't want to do it anymore. And my boyfriend's pretty upset. Right. And I'm kind of pretty upset with my boyfriend because he's not letting me express he's myself. He's not loving me unconditionally. Right. And I'm like, oh, you're kind of changing the terms. I don't want to be the, the guy who tells you what to do, but you're kind of changing the terms of the deal. Right. Right. You married the guy who was clean shaven. Right. Right. And if, and, and there is, we, we, I always talk about the concept of unconditional love, but right. that's also presuming the conditions are somewhat the same. If I suddenly gain like 500 pounds, right. I, and my, my wife you know, has to push me around in a wheelchair. She, but you get on rides at Disneyland faster. She, Your she children might, would love she might have the right. She might have the right to be upset. Right. Um, and I can say, but unconditional love. Right. No, I think that's a really good point. I, I just like to kiss him more when it doesn't hurt. And I, th I think that becomes the incentive. Like, it's, I'm not going to make you, but you're... You know, you get, like, a, you, get, you'll get, you get a little bit more affection if you... Uh, if it doesn't hurt my little... Exactly. My Shana Punam. Shana Punam. Good use of Yiddish. Shana Punam Thank you. in a sentence. I, 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 I love the non-linear nature of this interview. <laughs> no, because that's what that's happens... That's Marty Batiste. No, but that's what happens with friends. So, yeah. Okay, Karen, interview so, me properly. So, so I, I'm, I'm not really good at interviewing. <laughs> my name is Evan Marquette. This is Marty Batista. We're going to be back with more scintillating beard-related conversation right after this. Hey, this is Evan Marquette, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, your personal trainer for love, back with the second part of the Love You podcast with Marnie Batista from Dating with Dignity. Hello. And uh, we're talking about her book. You might not be able to tell, but we are talking about her book. And I want to know, uh, I mean, you can write about anything when you're in the dating space. Right. There's so many things to write about. How did you land on this How topic? to find a quality man? Yeah. <clears throat> because... Um, like you, I'm talking to women and they're like, the problem, no, Marnie, that's not my problem. My problem is there are no quality men. Like, and it's, and I'm sure you have the same thing. It doesn't matter if you live in Fargo yes. or Brisbane or- Some people will blame the city. Yeah, yeah, but right. But ultimately it's- There's, it's, there's, and so I'm like, yes, I, re I heard in the news, a bomb went off and literally all quality men totally obliterated. Good, I like that line. Now you must date a toothless homeless man. I'm so sorry. Not only, just just ha hold your breath during sex. It's, it's, It'll it's all be just, good. It's just, there's the only quality people out there are exactly. women. Exactly. That's, it's exactly. very gender biased. Exactly. So I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, and, and I so get it. So how do you it. get away with this false advertising? How to attract a quality man when there are none? Well. I feel like I'm being like Colbert right now. Yeah, you like, are. You are. So what do, you, what do we there, do about the fact there that there's are, no quality men? Because it's bullshit. There are quality men. And that is just a convenient story that you are telling yourself. Where are they hiding? Um, they are. I'm, I'm just pr pretending to no, be your client. No, totally. Well, that's why in my book, I give you the 38 places they're hiding. Stand outside a men's room. It says man on the door. Exactly. That's what they're lining up there. Exactly. Um, I was going to make a bad joke, but I'm Sorry. glad I didn't. Anyway, so, um, so I just decided for somebody who has tried everything and is really willing to say, maybe there's an approach I haven't heard of and I'm, and I, I want to, I want to find my joy again around this. 
uh, I, I just knew that I had a lot to share that could make it easier to date. Where to find them, how to find out, be really stealth when you're online of who's a quality guy. Mm -hmm. Read between the lines. Good. When you're swiping and, and That's online. Valuable. Right. Um, how you can suddenly get in the position of being the choose uh, the chooser yes right which is always attractive to a guy um, just by learning some of the skills that I have in this book and and so I was like I just need to to tell them how to, to do it you don't need to go out on 200 dates if you do it's fine if you've already been on 200 that's fine too but this is just the most efficient fun way to date um, well I'm challenged Right by the idea that there's 38 places to go to meet men. You want to know something <clears throat> because because you know, I get that question too, and I always I always say, and no one likes the answer. You're asking the wrong question. It's not where do you go to meet men because right. there's not there's not like the store where all the quality men are hanging out and right like right. no one's told you about it. Right. It's the, right. It's the underground secret. It's in general who are you being that's going to make a quality man want exactly. to be exactly. with you. So again, without having read the book. It, it, the, Oprah reads the book. I'm not. Okay. Dude, you haven't sent me the book. I know, I'm joking with you. you haven't even sent me the yeah, book. I know. I actually would read the book. I know, I'm um, going to give it to you to be better prepared, um, and I'm not joking. to embarrass myself in my own show. But okay, but, go ahead. But I, I am challenged by the idea that there are places to go to meet men because I usually just say, "Hey, date online." That's going to pull in people from everywhere. Right. Online dating is flawed, but you know, you don't take up golf if you don't like golf just to meet a guy, you know what no, I mean? No, 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 so, so I totally agree with you. So here's the thing, the, and that's sort of the, sort of the punchline of, okay. of the book, is yes, in, if, I could, if I give you these 38 places to go and you're still, um, you know, sad and depressed and you hate men and all men are jerks and, you know, you're on your phone the whole time and sure. if you're that person, right, our before person, Right, there's before and after. Um, you could go, literally you could go to, like if Evan were to invite all the quality men on the planet to go to like all seven of them. Vegas for three, yeah. And you walked in there, it wouldn't, it, it doesn't matter, right? So you do have to be that person. However, in the book, you know, I teach you how to be that person. Got it. And then I give you these 38 places that are just like creative ways sure. to go meet. And here's the thing. I, my clients really help me figure out there's kind of like four types of guys that someone's into. You're very good at this labeling thing. The 38 places to go, the three, the seven laws of power. You're really good at like, I don't do that. That's, I know. I'm like, I, I'm now like, I have to read this. She's got seven, <laughs> four the, the four types of guys. What are they? Um, well, one of, the, so there's the, the successful guy, the money guy, okay. right? You know, CEO, corporate guy. Um, there are, like, a lot of women are looking for, like, a spiritual, conscious, like, sensitive. Self-aware, yeah. Self-aware, artistic-y kind of guy. Two. Right? Uh, some women are looking for, Smart. like, edgy guys. Okay. Did you say... Edgy, it's, like it's, the it's bad boys, but they're not bad. They're, they're reformed bad boys. They have this edge. They have this thing. Right? And then the other type, there's really an actual... Uh, a, a man that women are looking for who's like international like he's cultured he travels he's very global Got he it. wants to go live abroad Interesting. and so I've sort of those are the main categories that we find okay. and by the way leave a comment if there's another yeah another cause, cause, category because I can always cause, expand that because when, when I'm thinking of, of the great the great drivers uh, and it may or may not overlap yeah. with your experience or your research research uh, hot <laughs> 
Um, well, they're all hot. Okay, so they're, they're all hot. You're not like, like I like ugly rich dudes no, who are really old. But some no. people are willing to put up with ugly, ugly rich dudes, right? No, so totally. So it's 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 it becomes money. Yeah. Looks, intelligence would be my top three. Um, those are so those are characteristics of all those different types of guys. I got think. It. Yeah, I think money. Like you, if you pick sensitive yoga guy. You would like for him to also have a job and be financially secure. Got it. Right? If they're not like exclusive or you 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 only get are, looks are, are, or money in one Are all these guys viable guys or are there are there ones that we should avoid? Or are these are no, these no, no, archetypes no. of, of actual good husbands or like No, they're just in they're just interest based. I think people are like, you know, I want to find I like men who like to, I want someone who wants to travel. I'm looking for someone who's on a, a personal development growth that we want to have that in common. Sure. Um, so yeah, I have my whole thing on the types of manimals. Sure. Uh, that's another. Very good at labeling book. guys. I'm a labeler. I, if if a man labeled women, he would not be in this I'm industry. Now you 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 know. I'm sure don't those pickup artists guys. I'm sure have they that? do, and they're not really in. Yeah, we don't like this them. industry, but you know. Yeah. I, those there are a few double standards that work for women. That's one of them. You can yeah. la you can label guys. We can. Give them nicknames uh, on the first we date. We do. I always find, tell me if you find this. My clients that are dating the guys that they shouldn't be dating, like we're trying to, you know, pull them away. They never have a name. They always have like a thing, like weekend guy or surgeon guy or, you know, it's never John. And it's just like across the board. It's like, they, it's like Voldemort. Like they don't want to say their name. Well, they're also, they're, those guys also keep themselves at such a distance. Right. That that's what they're left with. Yeah. So if you have a guy like that, note to self, you might want to read my book, just saying. I, I want to make this interesting because there's this part of me that, that agrees with everything you say and then there's a part of me that, that naturally my, my inclination is to push back. Because you're Evan. Because I'm not. <laughs> and I, I always try to remind people not to cast for a type of man. Right, like no, totally. Like, like it, there's a danger. Like, I have a client. You mentioned international guy. I have a client right now yeah. who's part of Love You. She loves international guys. Yeah. Right, like that's that's her thing. Yeah. And it's almost a self fulfilling prophecy. Now, again, she's she's single, so something's right. not working. Right. In chasing international man, I I don't judge her that that's her taste. Yeah. She likes to salsa dance with guys named Pablo. Like great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. If it's not working, why do we have to? Why, why can't why can't we find just another guy who is cute and smart and financially stable and treats you well? We can. I don't think her problem is probably that she likes international men. There's some other stuff going going I, on, but I think and I think be. she should also date other guys. I, I think I that's the problem. Anything, People get too married to their their type. I'm looking 100%. for a, and you yeah. go online and you you, you, yeah. you can. That's the nature of online dating, and it allows you to be choosier than if right. you worked with a guy every day and you're like, oh god, Jim's kind of funny, and I never really would have thought of him that way. But you totally. Just, but online, it's like we we have our types, and we get we. I think it's why I try to avoid here's, the labels. Okay, you know what I would tell her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with no, you. No, no. Here's so I so I totally agree with you. I don't think you should you should be open minded to all guys. It's just that we have a, like a thing that we're interested in. We all have a thing. In. That's fine. What I would say is like for her, like great, look for international guys online. Um, but when you're out in your life, your challenge is to be open to three guys a day who aren't your type. Smile at them. Right, like both things are true. Like I'll like go look here or go for international guys in your dating portfolio that's offline. And but <clears throat> online your homework is you're going to pick an accountant. Sure. Sure. There's uh there's a story I've, yeah. I've, I've told before is a client of mine who went to an Alison Armstrong seminar. Yeah. 
and she did one of her man panels. Oh, okay. And there's three guys up on yeah. stage, and I know you've done man panels yep. before. And the client does what, what, what women do. The, the, the first thing is, she's sitting in the audience, but would I date this guy? Right. right. It's not what she's there for, but right. she's looking but at these guys like, yeah. is this guy my type? First guy is a little short, second guy is a little gray, third guy is a little heavy. Yeah. And she's like, nope, not my type. Right. And then the guys start talking about dating and relationships, and they're all self-aware, and they're funny, and they're relationship-oriented, and they're confident. And in 20 minutes, she's like, oh my I'd God. I would totally date that I would guy. totally date these guys. Totally. And then she comes back and tells me, these are the same guys I reject every day on Match.com. Yeah. No, like, I think that's a brilliant... Oh! No, that's so great. We, I was telling your your camera guys, we did this, um, we did a man panel, but we called it Inside the Locker Room. Okay. So they were behind a screen and they were just jamming on a lot of different topics. And so we had like 100 women in the audience. Where and was they, this? Um, it was in June at my at an event I did. That sounds great. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And so they made up all these stories about that guy's player and that. So um, then... And they didn't look like the... Well, they didn't even know what they looked yeah, like. They totally made up a story. So then I had like 20 questions um that uh we brought them out front and they had to do like truth there was no dare it was sure. truth or truth right yeah. so like the one guy that um they thought was like oh my god like he had the perfect answers for every single thing and i was like have you ever been divorced he's like yes have you ever been divorced more than once yes have you ever been divorced more than twice yes have you ever been divorced more than twice yes they were like oh if I found out a guy was divorced three times, I never would have gone out with him, right? Or the guy that they thought was a player is the one that like, you know, has like a 401k and he's like super serious. And so they were just like blown away and it was I, awesome. I am blown away by that. I can't believe I didn't think of it. You're a genius. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that. Oh no, that's that's really awesome. Did you make that up? I did make it up. That's really, that's it really, really cool. Good. Like yeah. me to you, like that's, it was really cool. And, it, and by the way, video guys, it looked so badass. Because we had these two screens that were like lockers. Was there smoke? No, but oh. they were lockers. And then oh. it was just silhouette black. Uh -huh. And then all the ladies in the audience. And they were, it was really fun. Mar I, I, I've spoken at one of Marnie's, Marnie's live events. It's still my favorite speech I've ever done. It's a good and, one. And it gets me speaking gigs. That's how much I like that it's one. It's really good. And um, uh, she, she throws a mean line of live event. It's called... I uh, it, well, I have to... Ignite your life? And becoming irresistible. And becoming irresistible. But I don't, I don't know what we'll be doing in January. We're, change, we're changing it up. All right. Just this read the book. We're going back Let's to the book. To we're taking a break. We're going to go back to the book. This is Evan Marquez. This is Marnie Batista. We're learning something today about about big dicks and beards and four types of guys. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, I'm Evan Marquez. This is Marnie Batista, and this is the Love You Podcast. We're back with part three of our interview about Marnie's book, How to Attract a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates. Um, if you could pull it in in 199, you're, 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 you're the winner. Um, so I got to ask, what do you okay. think is the first step to finding a quality man? Because, again, there's when, when people have been single for a really long period of time, right. it's like, I don't know what to do. I mean, I know... I know I should meet men, I know I should smile, and I should, know I should put up an online dating profile, but it's overwhelming. Where does one begin? Yeah, so I think, so my philosophy is the slower you go, the faster you get there. Okay. Okay, and so from some of you are like, awesome, it's been going really slow. I've already got it. <laughs> I've got it. So that's why you wanna take a pause, and you wanna say, you know what, if things aren't working, 
Um, am I willing to put a pause on everything that I'm doing that's not working and let go of what I think I know? We talked about that in an earlier segment. And just be open to the possibility that the one common denominator in all my failed attempts is moi. You know, it's me. And am I willing to take some personal responsibility for that? That's not a fun conversation to have with oneself. No, it's not. So that's, so that's the first step, is, it really is personal is. There's, responsibility. There's two things that I say create success stories at Dating with Dignity. Um, one is taking personal responsibility. Not just for your, you know, for dating, but this is sort of, and this is like the serious side of me, but personal responsibility for the vision of what you want in your life. Like you said, you know, like I wanna, this client wants to have babies. She wants to be a grandma. Like she's got a vision. So. You're looking at dating as this little piece of your vision and you make it like the whole piece of your vision and it's very easy to not take responsibility for that as it connects to your vision. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you say like, oh, this is so hard, you know, and it sucks and I'm just so, so sick of signing on seeing the same 12 guys who are my fucking matches. <laughs> no more, right? Like, but I get it. I've been there. Sure. Like, I used to have that, and you probably did too, although Almost. you were like, I can't believe we didn't accidentally, like, I was in my cougar mode and you were in your slut mode and we just like, we were like inches away from a bad, awkward moment That's at funny. lunch eight years ago. That's funny. Because, segue, I... You know someone I've gone out with? No. I apologize, whatever. No, but David, David, can we say other people? We've talked about it. We can. Fuck Is it. David Wagant, like, totally tried to hit on me. I, I'm shocked. And I was like, what do you do? You're like, a, like I knew, so, you know how ladies, when you know something's a little fishy, a guy's like too nice and too charming, I was like, something's weird with this guy. Anyway, flash forward, I see him at a thing and I'm like, I totally went on a date with that guy. So it's amazing that you and I never had that moment. Thank uh, God. Uh... You know what? Uh, let's get let's carry on. No, it's not, not like that. It, it's I think when you date enough, I, yeah. And again, I, I never recommend going on two hundred dates for this. It's it's never dating for volume's sake. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, completely yeah. with you. Slow yeah. down. Slow down. Right. The destination is there. Yeah. The process will get yes, you there. Totally. Um, um, and you need to have some dating experience to know what you don't like, and you need dating totally. experience to get confidence. So, Absolutely. So I'm, I'm all for the the, yeah. the the slow and steady. Yeah. Um, but again, all all of those dates were were experiences that I that I learned from and I met some really like lovely totally. people maintained friends like I got way too many Facebook friends who I you hooked dated. up with the, right. in some form or another but here's the thing at some point though you had that attitude about it that you weren't in like oh this is another waste of time no and that's, that's why I do this job I, I my, my best friend is just like me and he hates this and I was like I kind of, I kind of like it. You like it, but here's the thing: you don't need to be a dating. So, so let's back it up. So, what I was sort of going for was this: is that if you're willing to take responsibility, responsibility. and you're like, okay, I know that it's really hard for me right now, and I'm not having fun, and you know, yeah, they're on there, but I'm on there too, um, and you back it up, and you go, okay, just start looking for the pattern, right? Yes. Do I, am I always attracted to the wrong guy? Am I so stuck on meeting? Like I was telling a story at my my retreat last weekend of, of uh, my cousin actually. Um, only dating Jewish vegans. Okay? <laughs> exactly. I'm sick, but not because of that. No, right? So she uh, was... For you, 2% of the population is Jewish. You can quickly Google what percentage is vegan, but I'm guessing it's no more than 2% either. So we're talking 
uh, 0.4%. Right, exactly. So for years, right, for years she was like, that is my type, that is my type, like international, that is my type, that is my type. And so finally she was like, what do I really want? I'm going to take responsibility for my vision. So is that more important than my vision of what I want? You know, I don't want to be buried alone. Okay. okay. So she gave up vegan. Okay. Okay. She's getting married. Now she, okay. I was going to say, she expanded to 2% to, to, to of the population. Yeah, and you know what? 4. Here's the thing. She didn't even have to settle, really, because she just didn't find a guy who's like a Jewish guy. She's super into Jewish community. Sure. And, I, and I right. It. So she just didn't even find like a, like a, a couch Jewish guy. She found a guy who also has the same values around it. So when you say, I'm going to take responsibility and I make those adjustments, it doesn't mean you're like, Oh, fine, Evan and Marnie, I'll do it. You know, it's not like you have to throw in the total towel, right? People often misinterpret dating coaches who tell you to do things like open up. And they say, you're telling me to settle. And I always say, settling, the definition of settling is that you're unhappy at the end. Yeah. So no one who's advocating for you wants you to settle or be unhappy. We're advocating smart, small compromises that lead you in a better place than you were when you started. Smart, small for bigger. Just kidding. You're on fire today. I am. I, yeah. All right. I need to have sex, let's just say. Okay. It's, it's time. It's time. It's time. All right. It's let's, Friday. Let's, let's, we'll go get Jeremy. Fr- it's Fri- Friday. Friday's our day, too. Okay, good. Um, so the first step in... Uh, in no. I'll send you a, a, a smiley emoji tonight at like five. And, five? Really? No, just as it oh, well wishes okay. for a good evening. I was going to say, I'm, uh, you know. No, you're I'll, I'll doing... Be, I'll be in bed by midnight. Oh, yeah. No. At five, aren't you doing, like, cutting up food into really small pieces? No, my kids play together by themselves for a couple hours before we wake up in the morning. We were on a separate floor. I was talking about 5 p.m. Oh, 5 p.m. No, I'm going to go. I have more work to do. Okay, okay. Never mind. No Um, smiley emoji for me. You could still smile. If you you do uh, afternoon delight, I'm just not not an afternoon delight guy. I'm like a... (laughs) Me either. I'm I'm a little too That's a great question. If you're a morning person, consider being a night person. Open up your type. Okay. Okay, there you go. We heard it here first. So our first step to finding a quality man, is taking some responsibility and for why you haven't found quality men, and the thing that I quote myself on, or awkward, is you don't attract the wrong men, you accept the wrong men, right? Most men are the wrong men. It's not like you've got some magnet inside you that works against your will. You're choosing these guys, right? And not filtering them out soon enough. Right, but can I go, sp- I'm gonna go spiritual woo-woo on you go. just a little bit, sure. in support of what you're saying, is that I think that if you if you do have a pattern of attracting guys that you shouldn't accept, yeah. right, the less than quality guys, um, what happens is we start to, that's our how we're thinking. We're like, oh, I, I you know, I, there's no good men, I attract bad men, da, da. and I do believe that when you're out in the world and that is your main thought that's going through your head all the time, you're not genuinely a person who like you wanna go have dinner with. Yeah, no, that's, that's where I do believe in the law of attraction, okay. not that the universe is catching our vibrations, but rather people like hanging out with positive people and don't totally. like hanging out with negative people. Uh, right. People like doing business with positive people, not negative people. So it's it's as simple as if I, if and by the way, every woman here has met the guy who says, I hate dating, I hate match, I hate women. Right. Totally. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy's and, not going to do very well, even if he's a good guy. Here's the thing that I would say. Um, especially for really smart women, is that, and this is, goes back to taking responsibility, I encourage you to consider, am I putting out that vibe or that unhappy, dissatisfied, burned out, overworked, life is hard vibe, even though you've got the blow dry and you did your makeup and you, and you think 
that you're not doing that. Because most men that I interview, and you're a guy, would say, there's just a thing. Like, she looked great, and, you know, she had the right, you know, qualities on paper, but we went out, and there was just this, there's no, some guys will call it no chemistry. Um, I call it, like, a woman is leaking. Like, she's, there's something coming out that she doesn't know about sure. that guys, you just, you pick up on it, right? Yeah, no, and there's a, a, a parallel one to that is the I don't need a man, right? Right. Because you don't because you've lived for 45 years without right. one and you do everything yourself and you have this great life and you travel and you have your dog and you go to your yoga classes and your retreats and you literally don't need it. No. But he picks up on the fact and he's like, so what am I here for? Totally, totally. We were um, at this retreat I just led. Uh, we had a little mini man panel and two of the guys were so single. short guys? Yeah, no, they were tall, but it was not 10. It was like three guys. Thank you, I'll be here. Um, they said, oh my gosh, when I get an email or a text or something and it's like, oh my God, I'm so busy. They're like, Bruh. it's like, she's like scary, scary busy. And so my, my women are all like, but we are busy. What do we say? Right. And so it's like, hey, you know, I'm really excited to see you. And Friday doesn't work, but I'm totally free I, on Thursday. I have a question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where it's going to go. Men, you just established, yeah. don't find it attractive when a woman is busy. Busy means I have no time for you, you're right. a low priority. I'm gonna put out there that I think women find it attractive when men are busy. There's something about him being aloof, right? It's mysterious when a guy, I mean, why do we value guys who are too busy for us, but the guy who's like, hey, I'm so excited to see you again. It's like, ooh, stay away from me, puppy dog. Well, right? so, so I feel like women value men more who are busy than men value women who are busy. I think busy and Does aloof. It make any sense? Well, busy and aloof are totally different things. Like okay. unavailable is different than busy. Like I would They're, like they a run guy, very close to each other though. I think busy is like um I ha like frenetic, like I'm really busy. It, it is, but it amounts to the same thing. I don't have time to see you, call you. Right, but that's not attractive. I want a guy who has an act, and my clients I, want a guy who's got I, an active. I agree. Right? I'm trying, but again, I'm trying to get people to the point yeah. where they don't value the guy who's so unavailable. Oh, babe, I'm traveling for a couple weeks. I'll call you when I get back. Like that's not a good answer. That's not a good answer. But but. Because the so, busy guy. Okay, here's but, some, the thing. but someone still likes that. Well, right. That's my point. Yeah. Well, but guys don't like that. No, no, no. But. Right, but some, okay, so someone likes that, but they don't, they're attracted they to that. They put up with it. Right, they're and not, it's like unhealthy, yes. right? It's like, that's my jam, right? It's like, I grew up um, with like super Midwestern, nice Jewish family, you know, whatever, and my dad worked a lot, and he would travel on the weekends, and then he'd come home, and he'd like, you know, we'd have quality time, we'd play, and whatever, and so... Doesn't mean my dad was a bad dad, but what I learned is crumbs, sort of like intermittent attention is okay. Yeah. And my mom used to say, you know, oh, I miss dad. You know, that's okay. We have like a nice lifestyle and that's, wow, you're really working out, Evan. Um, and, um, you know, like that's what we do. We put up with, with this because we get that, right? So I just grew up thinking that, that crumbs are okay. So then when I was an a, a emerging adult and dating, then... I'm traveling now, babe. I'll call you in a couple weeks. I just, I put sure. up with that. So do we like the, it? It's called the normalization of deviance. Yeah, Something right? Something is broken, and we just say, well, that's just the way, the way it, it is. it is, right? So do we like it? No, if you're attracted to it, again, this is like that moment where you go, hmm, maybe there's something I want to shift in myself so that I'm no longer attracted yes. to that guy. I want a guy who's busy, but also is like, 
you know, has enough freaking energy to like text, I am exactly. thinking about you before he passes so out. It's, so it's, we, we could make some sort of equivalent. It's the, uh, it's the uh, aloof, busy, emotionally unavailable man remains attractive. We have to wean ourselves off of that. Yes. The same way that guys have to get over the hot and crazy. Right? Totally. The, we're not attracted to crazy. We put up with crazy because, aha. Right. Yeah, but d there was a great episode. <clears throat> Don't, okay, I'm going to tell you this episode. This, Do not Google it. This is How I Met Your Mother? Yes, The Hot versus Annoying Scale of Barney Stinson. It's awesome. Google it after you watch every single episode of Love You podcast. But then definitely <laughs> Google it because you'll be like, that's funny. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm very bossy. We, we, always, we always leave on a high note. <laughs> This is Evan Marcatz. This is Marnie Batista. This is the Love You Podcast. We're going to come back with our last segment. We're going to wrap up, and Marnie's going to give us some 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 free stuff. That's what uh, that's what uh, with dignity. Yeah, dating with I'll dignity. Give, I'll give it to you, but I keep my dignity. There you have it. We'll be right back. This is Evan Marcatz. Back with Love You Podcast with my good friend Marnie Batista. Uh, we are talking about her book, How to Attract a Quality Man Without Going on 200 Dates. And um, uh, in this last segment, we're going to dive into an important topic. Uh, it's, it's always sort of emotionally fraught and sensitive, and I feel like we should just sort of lay it out on mm -hmm. the table what it is. And I'm so glad I have a woman by my side because I always come off as the bad guy when I talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. What is feminine and feminine energy and how could the women listening to the love you podcast gain from reframing what it means to be a woman uh, and squaring that with feminine energy right well i think that um first of all it's annoying as hell when someone says you know you intimidate men or you have too much masculine energy and you're like what does that even mean i wear a dress i you know i take care of myself i wear makeup whatever so i just want to i feel you on that um, when you, when I talk to guys, you know, and they talk about feminine energy, it's a softness and it kind of connects to that. Like I'm too busy, you know, I'm like powering through my life. It's a softness. It's an openness. And really in the, in the end, it's about vulnerability. And I know that's like a very mushy word, but here's the thing, um, all the brain science research, all the facts show, right? You cannot create true intimacy, which every single person here wants, like, right? That's your vision, right? Like, I mean, if you're, if you're really wanting that epic love story, you don't want to have the relationship that your friends have or whatever, you know, you just, you want to really be seen, you know? And, yep. Um, their intimacy is required and intimacy can't happen when you sort of have your, your guard up all the time. Like you're like, is he, you know, is he going to hurt me? Do I need to defend myself? Do I need to be right? It's a little different than masculine, the defense part. But it part, comes but, off. But, but, but it's, it's a wall. It's not an open door. Right. It's a wall. And so for a lot, so when I work with women, I, they want like, they're like, what's going to be something tangible that means feminine. So it's soft. It's vulnerable. It's being open, it's it's that coupled with, and I know this sounds really like uh, hard to articulate, but it's like vitality and joy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, and I've met Bridget, you know, and she's got this like. That's my wife. Yeah, I never mentioned her name, but oh, now, now you know her name. But but she she's like really busy, right? She's like taking care of your kids, and she's yeah, she's very smart, and she's got all this stuff. But she's got this like joy, right? Like she's she's soft, and she's like 
like it's just easy to be around her, right? And that's a, and so when when a woman is very much so like eh, 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 where are we standing? How's it? Eh, it's and there's like this guard up, and your brow is furrowed, whether it really is or it's not. I think I'm furrowing right now. Yeah, it it comes off, and the the best way I think that it gets labeled is masculine. So hopefully that was helpful. Okay. I totally furrow my brow. By the way, when I listen, I'm like, in fact, but when I was dating, you're paying close attention. No, but when I was dating, I would just do that thing, like where I like, and I realized I was like totally. It's a work thing too sometimes, right? Like at work. The 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 definition that I learned. Yeah. This, uh, this is not you know my area of expertise at all. Um, Masculine is about self and feminine is about others. Mm -hmm. uh, self is ego, ambition, opinion, right? Dominance. Me, me, me. I'm okay. Getting my needs yes. met. Yes. Yes. But you said something really important. So before you describe sure. feminine, I want to make sure that we frame it in yeah. this. Um, it's, not, it's, it's not that you have to be one or the other. No. It's that you have a blend. Yes. And that all of us do. You know how to, to be in your feminine <clears throat> because your masculine rocks for you. Yes. Right? Like, I just don't want anyone to hear that and be like, well, I'm not going to not be that person. No, okay, Karen, so it, what's your definition of feminine? No, we're, 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 we're talking about the, the poles, and everybody yep. has a blend of both, but it doesn't take very long to figure out which one Is, you are. Right. And then realize that you need a complement to fit you. Right, right, like, like right. It, it is not an insult to say that you have masculine energy. Right, which and, I do. Because I made it, I was like, come on, Evan, let's go. <laughs> and, your, and, your, and, your, and your boyfriend or your, your husband has yep. feminine energy. Totally. He's more easygoing guy. Yep. Okay, Marnie, do your thing. Yep. Right? Um, so masculine is, is about doing, achieving more, more, more. Unfettered masculine energy is dominance, war, violence, right? That's the worst of masculine right. energy. And the worst feminine energy is doormat. Right. No opinions. Everybody steps on you. Never speak your mind. No one... No one's advocating for either of those right. things. Right, 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 right. But we all naturally lean one direction or the other. Most, most. Yep. You've probably seen most of the smart, strong, successful women like to say, "I'm 50-50." Uh, no, you're so 70-30. Yeah. yeah. So I'm 70-30, <laughs> um, and my wife is 30-70, yep. and that's and that's part of why we work. So. Right. Feminine energy. If you want to be with a masculine man, right. a leader, confident, driven, opinionated, right. that guy is a little work. He's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Right. And he's going to be. I was he, married. To he's going to. He's going to be in the driver's seat, yeah. and you have to be a good navigator. If you want to be in the driver's seat because your opinions matter more, and you need to get your way, and why won't he just listen to me? And as you micromanage him, damn it, you, you just need a different kind of guy. You don't have to change your personality right. at well, all. Well, that's so important, and that's what we're talking about: opening up to your type, yes. right? Because I, but, but, so I was but, married but to that guy. There's the type that you're attracted to most, yes. and there's the type that works for you, yes. and they don't completely overlap. I totally agree. I'm attracted to masculine women. I'm, yep. I like big, big brains. Right. Really, like I, I, I'm. What do they call it? A sapiosexual. I'm, I'm fascinated by intelligent people, and that is my biggest turn on. Right. Ultimately, when I would when I would date and I would look for the smartest woman I know, right. she'd be like, "Evan, I love you, but you have to change this and this and this and this." And right. I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> right? I just never felt good enough. Right. I was always being criticized and micromanaged. And my partner, who's with me right now, does not think I'm perfect. She observes the same flaws that those ex girlfriends right. observe. She just doesn't make as much of a big deal about them. Right. And that, to me, like, that's why I married you. Not that she thinks I'm perfect. It's just she doesn't focus on my imperfections. Well, right. And also she's fun. Like, th there's that other thing, right? Like, a guy want, like, wants to be around you and have it be fun. Like he I say accepted, appreciated, admired. 
Yeah, like add something to, because they're like you. They don't need you either, really. I mean, except for sex. But, you know, so they want you to add those things in. So yeah, I everything is like, it's a relationship discussion about us and where this is going. Right. Or, hey, honey, I want to watch football and do, you know, this weekend. No. Right. I'm that's not, the con by the way, that's the conversation in my house. And I'm the one like, honey, I'm watching football on Sunday. And he's like, okay. I'm, I'm not going to let you. <laughs> Um, a good partner negotiates, right? Like I used to plan my, my Sundays yeah. when I was single around watching the Jets because I'm from New York yeah. and I'm loyal to my terrible teams. Yes. And and now that I'm married with two kids, I can't just take off for a Sunday and let my wife just do it. What's your Sunday? Okay, this is a segue. What, which one? Do you still watch one game on Sunday? Not necessarily. No? Not always. Not okay. always. Um, I didn't watch the first two games of the year. I watched the fourth quarter of one game. Okay, I watched so you're compromising. I am because being a good husband and father is more important than my, my team. I've been that, and that's evidence that I'm not pure dominant masculine energy. Right. I might totally. be, everybody knows I'm a pain in the ass and difficult and opinionated, but at the end of the day, if you're going to be in a relationship with anybody, yep. a friend, a partner, business, yep. you have to give on something. It can't just be your way or the highway. And right. two people who are your way in the highway, that yeah, is a rough that's okay. But here's the other thing which I talk about in my book, actually. Oh, good. We made it be about that for a minute. But listen. Oh, gosh. No, no, because of me. I'm terrible at this. No, I am like, I'm I so hate. sorry. No. It's not about me. It's about Marnie. Okay, listen. But here's. It's Marnie book promotion. No, listen. Here's what's really important is you and your partner have the same value about family. <clears throat> yeah. Right? So in the book, I'm talking about what, like, talking about your type, it's, you got to have the values conversation. Yes. Right? So because that is a very high common shared value, right? Yeah. Family, dad. Yeah, someone's going to put football first. Exactly. <laughs> over family. Right? So that's. I'm going to fit my family around football season. Right? But some guys would value freedom. Yes. However, they define it. Yes. More Don't tell than me family. what to do. You're not the boss. Of exactly. Me. So when you're dating, and you're, I call it data <laughs> dating. Um, like, I teach you in the book how to come up with, I call it five fights you're never going to have, uh -huh. right? Because they're values-based. Because really, do you want to not be with a great guy because, you know, he likes this or he likes football or he um, isn't as clean, like, clean as you are? Because I've had clients want to break up with someone because they don't like that he doesn't... Shower? No, like leaves crumbs in the... Oh, that, oh, that cleanliness. Yeah, Got because it. when you live on your own for a long time and you like your stuff and then you're like, I don't think I... I, mean, I, had, I don't know if I can live like that for the rest no, of my I life. I have a favorite client right now who's messy. She's a single mo mom of two and she's she's got a busy life and she's doing it all herself and she's gotten into things with her boyfriends. Like she's yeah. been working with me and her boyfriends you know, treat her like she's like the messy bachelor. She's like, it is just not my priority. I got to get my kids... Fed to school to right. their errands, and I got to pay the bills. So right. if if the living room is messy, it's messy. Right. And it, I could never date her. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so I don't understand. Are these things deal breakers, or are they not deal well, breakers? Well, they're not deal breakers. However, I have a, so, for, so this is really a great question. So I have a value around family, and part of that is the space in our family home. Right. Like for me, like we can have. It's your sanctuary. It is, and so connection and fun and whatever is is possible when there's like a, a un, it's not even clean, it's uncluttered okay. space. So that's that's a nuance. That's why really my whole thing is tools, not rules. I don't really think there are rules. I think you have to take that. Right? Is really well said. Thank you. 
It's I a like, Marnieism. I like that. If I, I were going to make a meme, I would put it on there. If I, you should. I should, right? Even out of context, it doesn't make that much sense. Tools, not rules. Right. Because it sounds like we're advocating for guys who are tools, and we're not really. That's true. I, let's get me some tools. Probably <laughs> That's a, true. A, I didn't a think big that. power tool. But in context, it's it's sort of. Brilliant. It is, and I think I think when if you are a consumer of free information on the internet, yes. uh, podcasts and, and mailing lists and blogs and whatnot. Um, and you read a thousand page thing or you listen to a short conversation, yeah. it sounds like everybody's lecturing, here's yes, the rule. Yes, yes. Right? There's one way to do things and you're doing it wrong, damn it. And yeah. then you get really angry at the person who's telling you that. And it's, you feel bad about yourself, which and it's, is and it's, not and it's, good. And it's, and it's, no one's taking your reality away. Right. No one's saying there's only one way to do things. Uh, the term I use is, is it effective or ineffective, not right or wrong. Yeah. If what you're doing is working, if you're the person who's, who says, uh, if, if a guy, you know, leaves a pencil like this instead of like this, I'm dumping him, and you find a guy who's cool with that, straightening his pencils for you, then congratulations, right. you win. Right. But, you know, the more things you turn into deal breakers, the fewer deals there are. So, That's uh, good. I like that. I like that. Being an easygoing person in general is a great trait in a right. partner, and I've seen it up close in my wife, and she makes me less intense, uptight, the whole thing because you kind of have to match right. the energy of your partner. Have you right, found right. that with? Oh yeah, totally, totally. I, I really, I really. He makes am. you want to be a better man. He makes me do things that are super out of my comfort zone, which is like being out of control and being. Can you give me an example? Adventure. Yes, I would love to. So he's first of all amazing at planning trips because he's like an adventure yeah. he's adventure international he's one of those guys he's, yeah but um so we went on this trip for my 50th birthday and we went to ireland and it's cold and it's raining and we're on the western coast and it's like roaring seas and we signed up for this activity because i'm just like sure you know when you're at home looking at a brochure called coast steering okay it's a sport that's so dangerous they don't allow it in america <laughs> Sure, so go to Ireland to get killed. Exactly, so I went with my ki my kids who are older. They're like um, in college. And um, I'm putting on this cold wetsuit and a helmet and a thing and I'm trucking. You know, and and you're, you're riding you're, on a what? No, your walk is you go to the cliff's edge. Sure. And you walk on the cliff edge of its barnacles, so you have to wear somebody else's wet tennis shoes. My palms are already sweating. Oh my God. And then you basically do different levels of jumps into the ocean. Okay, and then you get there and you swim and you go in the caves. You go in the thing that you're driving by on a boat on a sunny day and you're and you would You're like that looks dangerous. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I wonder what it's like under the like behind there, under there." And you swim in there with a helmet. With a helmet. And I literally went on climbed with this thing and I I oh my god. So the pictures are hilarious cuz I'm excited and terrified. And we're like doing posing and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like but like, oh my God, I felt alive. I did so many things on that trip that I am like, that's not safe. We shouldn't do that, you know? So, um. Because he brings that out in He you. brings that out in me. That's I good. love, like, I, like, if, I love that I, about If him. I had a partner like that, I'd do that. Like, uh, if I were with like a triathlete woman, I'd be a triathlete. I'm with a woman who's like, let's sit by the pool and has 17 margaritas. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's who I'm with. It's like, a, we're going to be fat and happy and old and yes. drunk together. Uh, that's, 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 yeah, I, I, you will never catch us doing what you just yeah, did. No. And, but I think I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, it was so fun. But that's like, he's my compliment is like, I am very much my, my masculine energy is very controlled and this and that. And so he helps me to just be, like not be in control. I like and, that. And oh my God, I had I just have so many moments in my life. And how, how old were you when you found him? I was 
um, how old was I? 42. 42. Yep, he was 34. So, I mean, I was, you know, not an ageist, but I wanted someone with common values. And because I have, like, what I call my deal breakers, there are certain things that he's been working on that because I decided that wasn't as important to me, it doesn't mean it's easy and it's perfect. Um, but, like, I look at, like, the whole package of what it is that I want. And so... He, so he, br he, he brings a lot more to your life than he takes away. Oh, my God. Yeah, and my kids. And, like, honestly. No, he's a, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a guy. great guy. And he's cute. And he's nice. And he's sweet. And he brings me coffee every day. There you have it, man. Here's what's possible. Here's what's possible. Here's a woman who walks the walk. Her name is Marnie Batista from DatingWithDignity.com. I have to plug. DatingWithDignity.com. If you want to apply to have a fastest path to to love session with Marnie or one of her master coaches, please go to dwdlive.com. I love that idea. I can help you figure out what that thing is that, that you don't know that's holding you back. The blind spot. The blind spot. The missing piece. Awesome. Um, I love this. I thank you so much thanks for being here. Thanks for inviting here. me thank to play for, in your thanks house. Thanks for, for Ubering up here. and I love Uber. Totally. L.A. <laughs> Um, and uh, again, I, I really love, uh, for the people who are viewing, I love introducing you to my friends uh, here in Southern California who are, who are experts at this and are, are such wonderful people, uh, such uh, great compliments to the same things that I, I teach and love you. And, and I'm proud to show them off and share them with you uh, because they're, they're, they're wonderful assets and they'll make a big difference in your life if you, if you choose to, uh, to, to follow them. I I don't know if that a heart? Right? You're in your 20s. Am I doing that right? There's some way that you do the heart. Am I doing it right? Yeah. Okay. I heart you, Evan. Okay. <laughs> I ate you, Mark. This is Evan Marcat's Love You Podcast. We'll be back next week with a show that I haven't written yet. <laughs> Bye.